0: What is going on everybody, my name is Connor Lawler, welcome to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast, we are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything to do with film. As always I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Beat And Sean, how is it
1: going? I am great Connor. because this is the week that I, as a Marvel fan, will finally mm. be validated in the fact that I like one movie, And I've been saying it for years to you, that it's an important movie and it's going to play a role in the future. And this week, a certain trailer dropped, which confirmed all of my theories I've ever had.
0: Have you seen the Jurassic World teaser 15 second trailer? Is that what you're talking about?
1: I have. And I (laughs) knew there would be dinosaurs again.
0: (laughs) You made that (laughs) prediction. I said you're mad. I said that's never going to happen again, Sean. They won't go back back to that well.
1: Do, do you think they'll ever do a Wait, sorry, are we talking about Jurassic World later? Because I'll, I'll save this. For uh, no,
0: we're not. We're we're oh, not because it's fifteen right. seconds and it just shows a bunch of dinosaurs. Go on.
1: That's fair. Well, uh, do you think they'll ever just do the end of the dinosaurs, but it's Jurassic World, and it'll be a commentary on, you know, our lives? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Jurassic World ends with them like are coming to global warming. <laughs> Yeah, and
1: the dinosaurs survive, and then you know, and then the cycle repeats and, and the, repeats. And the
0: only people that are alive are the dinosaurs. And Greta, and Greta's riding around in a dinosaur. And La Familia. <laughs> La Familia, of course. The, um, I must
1: also stress as well. Um, I'm riddled with hay fever today. Yes. So if I sound like a dose, it's because I am a dose.
0: It was Sean's birthday on Saturday. So Sean, you are another year older. So I'm expecting more, more wisdom to come from ah. Now it was my birthday and I got progressively dumber, And so now I'm expecting you to pick up on that, even though you're riddled with hay fever, that this week we have some trailers to talk about. It's a pretty big week for trailers. yeah. Um, and so we got a big Marvel one and a big DC one. And so I'm expecting you to have so much knowledge that I'm going to have to stop and say, Sean, calm down with the nerdness. You're giving us all too much information. (laughs) Sean, dial it back a bit, buddy.
1: Uh, Don't just keep saying that's grand. Looks like a good movie.
0: so we we do have to start because there's a lot to get to this week okay no more
1: bullshit about dinosaurs
0: no more bullshit about dinosaurs and if this is your first show um we'd be very happy that if you gave us a like and review on whatever platform you're listening to this on because it really helps us out on the algorithm a train station platform a
1: platform over some lava a platform probably going towards a row of spikes
0: the longer you talk, the stars got less. So, oh, John, no. <laughs> so oh, we're starting this week. Platform shoes. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we're starting this week. Um, I had a choice of two. And we normally start with a trailer and finish with a trailer. So, I kind of just flipped a coin. This is not to say one trailer is better than the other. Or one is bigger than the other. But we're right. starting this week with Marvel's Shang-Chi.
1: Um, oh, that means it's worse than Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> that's not, it's not what I meant. <laughs> they're, both, they're both movies I'm looking forward to. And it was in a really good... I never get to be in this position to be like, wow, I like both of those movies. Oh.
1: Yeah, because I will stress, usually, generally, if there's a shit trailer and a good trailer, we talk mm. the shit trailer first. The one yeah. exception being... Uh, that time aladdin had the trailer and will smith was the genie that was the main story that week
0: well it just had to be it, it really had to be that week so shang chi and the legend of the ten Rings. now we have gotten a teaser trailer um a few months ago
1: i and thought it was like four weeks ago like we've gotten two shang chi trailers really recently and nothing on spider-man can i just I'm say pretty,
0: spider-man is coming out with december so we got the Eternals I mean, teaser that's true, we, we've gotten a few teasers so I'm 100% convinced With the Spider-Man trailer They're just going to release that Like on a Sunday Or just after we finish recording Because we all know Kevin Feige listens He's tuning oh, in to yeah. us
1: <laughs> He's tuning in, big fan But he also doesn't want us to get a scoop, ever <laughs> Ever
0: Kevin, give us a ring <laughs> but, <laughs> um, So Marvel's Shang-Chi trailer As I mentioned a few months ago It feels like only weeks ago But um, they released a teaser trailer. It was very good. And now we have our first proper trailer. And the first thing I will say that hit me is that the VFX in this are immediately better. And that's obviously going to be uh, present due to the fact that the movie's coming out. It's closer to the time of the release. So they've been working mad on it, I'm assuming, for the last few months.
1: Yeah, they've just been like because you need to get a trailer out quick. But you still have plenty of time to work on the movie. Uh, yeah. So this just looks like the the teaser, but better, I guess.
0: And th- we had our first glimpse of the ten rings in use. Now, yeah. the ten. R- Sean, I'm gonna get th- throw it to you as our Marvel expert. Oh, what are your God. thoughts on this? I think this is a way. This is. It's not a.
1: It's a better visual way of using the ten rings. Yeah, because in the comics they just kind of give you magic powers and you can shoot fire or control dark energy, and you and you put
0: them on your ring uh, on your fingers. I should say on your
1: fingers because you have ten fingers by and large. Yeah. Uh, do you know on <laughs> average everyone like if you if you work it out as an average, everyone has less than ten fingers. Uh, sorry, how? That's how averages work. Because if if even one person has no fingers, that brings that average right down. I think the movie looks really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It seems because the the Ten Rings, we see them being used. They kind of extend out beyond the wearer and give a general I would say just extension to your magic. They probably have all the usual powers of like kinetic shock can absorb energy. Maybe shoot energy. I think it's yeah, simplified to that in the, in the MCU.
0: And I think it had to be done, because if it's another case of you put it on your hand, I think you repeat the gauntlet. And I I, want, I think that they're trying to get away from anything to do with... It. He's got to get that on his hands, and he's more powerful, because Thanos had all that sorted out. They've already done yeah. it. So it's, another, it's a very unique visual way to show basically the same thing, but make it seem new.
1: Yes, and like a lot of the effects as well. They seem very similar to either the power stone, it's like it's purple energy that the Mandarin is using. So it seems either mm. like power stone, I think there might be vibranium. Um, Ooh, that, okay. You know that whole thing about vibranium can absorb the impact and then send it out later on. I think it's a lot of that kind of thing going on. Um, in terms of the actual like storyline of this movie, it's like a Mortal Kombat scenario, it seems. Like, the Mandarin needs a successor, and a bunch of people are fighting to get control of the Ten Rings.
0: Yeah, and we see in this trailer that he sends out a bunch of his goons to, yeah. to get his son back, and there's a really cool bit at the start that his mother is talking to him, and he, she basically says, like, you are me, but you're also your father, and your father is obviously the Mandarin, and he's not great. He's not a great guy, but... Yeah. And so she's basically saying to him, You're both of us, so you can do with that what you what you want. And he goes off and he tries to become his own man, and then his father's trying to drag him back back into that world that he has no intention to be involved
1: in. Yeah. Like, and he even says himself, it's like he thought, Oh, if I change my name and I just keep my head down, and just have a regular life. Um But the Mandarin seems to have always been keeping tabs on Shang Chi.
0: Yeah. And we see that they do. T- he does turn back up, um, and so, Sean, I, there is a scene at the end of this trailer yeah, that I know yeah, you are dying to talk about, and yeah. I'm trying to dance around it by asking you other questions. <laughs> and That's so, fair enough.
1: What I will say, <laughs> what I will say, not related to that climactic scene. Uh, <laughs> do I, I, We see a big dragon in this trailer. There's an
0: underwater dragon, yes. (laughs) I think it's Fing-Fang Foom. I have Fing-Fang Foom question mark written here. So for anyone who doesn't know, who is Fing-Fang Foom, Sean?
1: Fing-Fang Foom is an alien uh, who, when they arrived on Earth, took the form of a traditional Chinese dragon. He comes from a race of peaceful dragon aliens, and he went rogue with some friends and thought, we can just conquer some worlds. So... They all landed on Earth. They said, okay, we're going to go conquer the world. But if we fail, we need one dragon left over. So they made Fing Fang Foom sleep for like 8,000 years. Um, And the other dragons then just kind of... ...shape-shifted into humans... ...and forgot they were dragons and all this shit. Um, But... ...what's interesting is that... ...in the comics, when the Mandarin... ...finds the Ten Rings... ...he finds it in a wrecked alien spaceship. And... He uses Fing Fang Foom to intimidate the Chinese government, being like, "I right. have this dragon behind me," uh, like, and and then the other dragons show up as well behind <clears throat> the Mandarin. So, I think like this could be a, a training arc kind of deal for Shang Chi. That like, okay. Fing Fang Foom gave the Mandarin his power, so maybe to defeat the Mandarin, Shang Chi goes to learn from Fing Fang Foom. Um,
0: That would be, you know, I mean, that is batshit to be thrown in here.
1: Um, Yeah, but like from what we've seen, they're not pulling punches in this movie. No, like this opponent.
0: whole next phase with the Eternals as well. Like, yeah. they just don't give a shit. They're just going to throw everything at the wall because I mean they've already done twenty-three movies, <laughs> and they've made they're the biggest movie of all time, unless Avatar got re-released. So it's like, sure, fuck it. And like, <laughs> WandaVision
1: and Loki are madly successful, and they're
0: both balls to the wall <laughs> and saying, um, yeah. So I mean, why why not try something mad? And so this and this movie looks like. The best way I can describe it is that it looks unique. And the, the the trap that they keep trying to get out of is that all the Marvel movies, which, I mean, let's be honest, there's a massive machine behind all of them that they're all driving them. It's very easy if they could just copy and paste the same ideas into each superhero. Absolutely, Big team up. And... So, they're constantly trying to get out of that idea to kind of do something a bit more out there. And that's where Guardians of the Galaxy comes in. And that's where. You get a guy with a vision.
1: You know? Yeah.
0: Or even Black Panther. Like, they. It's like these are all unique characters that they're kind of bringing in that aren't just Captain America and Thor. Exactly, yeah. And
1: even like Thor, to be fair, has his own style now. At the start, he did fall into the formula a bit. Um. The thing about this, the cinematographer for this is the same that worked on Scott Pilgrim as well. Right. So if you're looking for like a film with a definite visual style, there's your example. Yeah, even um, just
0: in the in the trailers we've gotten, the visual style is very clear.
1: The most scenes you can like, you know, screenshot it, and there's like a wallpaper. Like it's so all well composed that it just yeah, any and scene even the up. fight
0: scenes, like the fight scene, there's only really a short piece of this trailer, but it showed on the bus. Um, And he's fighting, he's hanging out on the outside of the bus. Like, that is... It's only four seconds, but I was like, oh, damn, that looks like a fun scene. (laughs) Just even
1: that one bit. So much of these fight scenes look fun. Like, And we see Shang-Chi, they they might be taking some elements of his comic powers. He used to be able to, like, split himself um, and, like, you know, fight with multiple versions of himself. But, like, an attack goes past him. I think it's a water splash or something like that. And... He like looks at it's in slow motion, and he just looks at it like in full speed. Yeah, so that's showing like his reflexes and things. We also see the full on Shang Chi costume, which is very comic end. accurate. Co- yeah,
0: very, I see it, and I was like, "That's comics." Yes, all comics, <laughs>
1: and, it, and it works in live action. Um, and then the most important reveal of the trailer, Connor.
0: I, I don't even like Shang-Chi. Who the fuck is he? Let's talk about Tim Roth. Let's <laughs> talk about Tim on, Roth.
1: <laughs> bringing it back to Roth. So, we have the Abomination in this movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: now, no. some have said that The Incredible Hook 2008 was an Abomination, but there was also a character in it called the Abomination Show.
1: Called the Abomination. Famously, didn't have gills. Because at the time, it was thought that the Hulk would just bite the gills off. But in this one, he has gills. They've redesigned the character, clearly.
0: Well, I'm glad Uh, we got that sorted out. Because I've been thinking about that for years.
1: Oh, me me and you both, brother. Uh, (laughs) Can can I... So, yeah. uh, Abomination is fighting Wong, apparently. It looks Um, like
0: Wong. Now, it's not confirmed to be Wong, but he's using a Doctor Strange kind of shield. Doctor Strange kind
1: of shield. Similar build of a man. um, The the um the the two actors took a selfie together on the set oh um, so it's Wong. So w- <laughs> that's very putting. we're piecing things together, yeah, so my theory is that um basically Dr Strange as master of the mystic arts, has sent Wong forward as like to try and win the ten rings to get them you know under the control of the sorcerers I think the u s okay. government said, oh, there's a fighting competition. Oh, we'll send the Hulk. We kind of can't. He's an independent agent. Right, well, what prisoner do we have just locked up who's essentially as strong as the Hulk?
0: Okay. I had a different theory. Now, right. okay. I, think, I think that could be a good theory. My theory was, what if this movie takes place during the blip and Wong is kind of lost and he doesn't really know what he's doing, so he just kind of goes off to do his fighting tournament. Because everybody's gone, and so there's nothing to do.
1: That's a very interesting point. Because Wong, Wong did survive the blip, didn't he?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Yeah.
1: So that would that would be an interesting way of doing things. Actually, I mean, I think um, yours
0: is probably more fun. But I, I like the idea of that. We don't know when this takes place. Like, it could take place during the blip. It's not stated. But there are big cities in it. And he's fighting on the skyscrapers. The idea I got was cities fell apart during those years.
1: That's very true. But, like, see, it's, it's, we don't know... Well, this is something that came up in our Win- Falcon and Winter Soldier discussions. We don't really know enough about the world during the blip. We know kind no. of before and a little bit of after. But the during is still pretty vague. I think maybe this movie i know it has a lot to do in terms of the magic and the kung fu and the origins of shang chi it might you know true characters uh in the real world say like the, the regular human day-to-day world we might get more of that um like we see them all chatting at a bar and things like that and we might just be like oh isn't it great that everyone's back um, well remember how during the blip Wong was a bartender he just has like odd jobs throughout the time trying to find a trade for himself
0: because he can no longer be Doctor Strange's assistant he doesn't know what he's doing anymore no and he's like he
1: technically can't be the Sorcerer Supreme because he's, you know...
0: I wasn't hired. I wasn't hired for that role. I I don't want to get it this way. (laughs) Everybody's gone, and he's just like, still can't get promoted, though. Still can't. It's fucking ridiculous.
1: It's it's a weird paperwork scenario that the previous sorcerer has to sign off on it. He has to get
0: signed off.
1: But he's not technically dead either, so... (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if Abomination is going to be in this for a long time, probably maybe a five minute cameo, but I, like, we like seeing Tim Roth back.
1: Cool. This is true. Uh, he, no, and Tim Roth is also confirmed to be showing, or sorry, Abomination is confirmed to be showing up in She-Hulk as well, later on down the oh, line. Oh,
0: okay, so maybe it's just a reintroduction, like a soft reboot.
1: Yeah, you remember this guy kind of a thing? Um, yeah. I know they have their 3D model ready at like movie level quality.
0: <laughs> so what do you think of um this trailer overall then? I mean, Re- better or worse than the teaser?
1: Better than the teaser, I think. It gives okay. you more of a sense of what the movie's actually like. Um but if it like like I think you're you're right that like the teaser things weren't finished at that point. Um, I
0: don't want much more To be honest with you In terms no, of story I, don't, I,
1: I think I'm done In terms of Trailers for Shang-Chi I know I'll have to watch them If there is any more For the show True But you know The, like, the Black Widow stuff They're releasing like 115 second trailers For that Like I'm not watching <laughs> yeah. those Because no. it, it I, I, It's not going to add anything It can only ruin anything At this point
0: <laughs> Yeah and it'll only just Diminish what you see In the cinema So I don't want exactly. that either
1: yeah, and, and this movie is, uh, I think, only coming out in cinemas. They're not doing the Disney Plus launch oh, day streaming okay. thing. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that works out. 3rd of September.
0: Okay, so yeah, 3rd of September, this is coming out. It looks great. I, I can't wait to see what happens. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm interested to see the fan reaction because it mm. is unique. It is a bit different. But I think if this makes a lot of money, I think they'll be like, we've done it again. We can do no wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then they, they take bigger and bigger and bigger risks. Yes. And then they have a
0: fall from grace.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I'm planning. I played the long game, Sean. The long game. Disney you know, has to be taken down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this involves the Flash film, Sean. Um, we had our first look at some behind-the-scenes Images, I'm not gonna say footage, but we no. just had somebody took a set photo. And I would not normally cover set photos, and I, I don't really care for them because they're just kind of rude stuff, but we already knew Michael Keaton was in this film. Yes. Um and so now we've got a set photo of him on on the set looking very Bruce Wayne like. He's got he's got the Widow's Peak. He's got he's the back.
1: famous Widow's Peak. It's 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 mad what that widow's peak can do for a Bruce Wayne actor.
0: Yes <laughs> <laughs> Affleck had one as well, didn't
1: he? He did, yeah. Yeah, because it's apparently like a, a a traditional thing with Batman. I don't know if Bale had it though. He had the slicked back a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of slick back here, Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like but he, this, yeah. It- yeah, we, we had the, this is Michael Keaton, he looks, I mean, he's the same man, so it sounds dumb to say he looks like an older version of him, but yes, he's an he older version, he has aged from the 1990 film, and he is now slightly older, but I think, like, he gives off, even just from this photo, I was kind of like, oh, there's Bruce Wayne. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird. Like He, he just slips right back into it. Um, there was photos released of Bruce Wayne's car as well, um, which is like... A, oh, yes,
0: i seen that. Yeah, it's so yeah, slick.
1: The, yeah, not the Batmobile, but Bruce Wayne's car. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly the car he drives. It's like a custom Mercedes-type deal. Uh, There's
0: also been uh, rumours that this version of uh, Bruce Wayne will have a much bigger part in this film than previously rumoured and that's interesting by that that they mean maybe as some sort of teacher some sort of someone who's talking to the new flash and leading him through things now that could be just a rumor but it's going around that it's not just going to be a what and done he's not going to be there for two minutes he could be there for an extended period of time within the film
1: yeah and that's that's interesting because if it is like carrying on from Like if Flash is running into the Burtonverse basically um, Do you think he'll be dragged across Into the DCEU
0: I mean I think I think it's a good shout If you're going to bring Keaton in Have him as a Batman Beyond Bruce Wayne um, mm. and I, I mean it's easy, it's the easiest casting of all time, you just get Michael Keaton who's an amazing actor, bring him in and just be like, watch a few seasons of Battle Beyond, <laughs> just play that <laughs> Bruce Wayne uh, and instead of, your, have, you don't have a Batman you just have a young Flash who's learning on the job and you're like giving him, teaching him the ropes even for a few scenes, I think that would be really cool and interesting and you also have Ben Affleck in this as well like, he's gonna be in it um, and the director I remember Andy Muschietti He said that Affleck was going to be like A part of the emotional impact of the movie So they ca- Are they all part of the emotional impact? Are they all involved? Maybe
1: Like it's The the Like See like, it, it can be like a mentor for You know Flash For Barry Allen Could also be like Bruce Wayne Like you know Ben Affleck As Bruce Wayne Seeing Oh no I do Like I can grow older Like I I don't mm. have to die On the job essentially Because I'd love if Keaton's Batman Had given it up He had finished with it um, Yes And uh, like There's there's this whole other way You can help Bruce Like heal him that way Basically
0: And I actually That's a really interesting Way to look at it. Now although um, Sasha Cal is in this uh, Supergirl as well So she mm. is also in this film Which is pretty great But i i like that idea that the flash is the one to bring affleck and show him that like as you said you don't have to die on this job like you can grow older there is an episode of justice league unlimited i think where old batman batman beyond batman and prime batman meet each other and yeah. it's like it's kevin Conroy playing both roles but he's talking to himself and Unreal. It's, and it's just, it's really cool because, like, you have Prime Batman, and I think they're interrogating somebody, one of the Jokers, from um, the future Joker gang, and... old Batman just looks at young Batman is like interrogating him and old Batman is like I can't believe I was once that naive here and he gives him his walking stick and he's like let me interrogate him and it's just like a scene of like oh shit old Batman's a fucking badass oh
1: he had 60 years of practice at this
0: (laughs) yeah Um, but yeah I think that's that's a good way of writing Affleck out that he just accepts that he can just leave and then you
1: have Keaton in the universe and they find a young Terence McGuinness, shall we say.
0: Some man called Terence.
1: And just bring him
0: up. Yeah, I don't think they will bring All in Taren. one. All in no. one movie, Connor. You know one what, actually? <laughs> they fucking would. They fucking would, but they definitely shouldn't. Because, I mean, if you bring in Terry McGuinness, who plays uh, Batman in the future, then doesn't that ruin Pat Pattinson? I mean... You, then you have a young Batman and a young Batman Beyond <laughs> in the same...
1: Technically? I, I, I get, no, I totally get what you're saying. Now, <laughs> counterpoint. Um, <laughs> wouldn't it be cool? It, well, wouldn't it be class-like? Uh, Joker didn't impact uh, Jared Leto's Joker at all.
0: Yeah. Um, well, we all, hate, we all hated Jared before the Joker came out, though.
1: It's true. It's true. He seems mm. difficult to work with. It uh, does. <laughs> but i i i don't know i think they might try and at least hint towards a batman beyond kind of deal like it'll, it'll be keaton and flash talking and flash will be like oh what's the world gonna do without a batman um and michael keaton is just going to be like oh they'll get one then the camera pans out and there's a red and black suit
0: somewhere ooh yeah they put that make it that obvious I want yeah. I want the audience to be smacked in the fucking face. Well, <laughs> well, oh, what should, we in,
1: should we look in Gotham or should we look beyond?
0: <laughs> you should use your real name, Batman Beyond.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, bring in Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should use your real name, Mr. Beyond. <laughs> if you are talking about it being Batman that's so weird um, also that Batman isn't just called Batman Beyond but it's just the name of the he's, show no he's just Batman <laughs> like.
1: he's
0: just Batman um, so we're going to move on yeah so Michael Keaton looking very slick on the set of The Flash I can't wait to see it um, yeah. even though we have our res- reservations about this version of The Flash Ezra Miller all yeah. that stuff but it could be cool if it's Flashpoint
1: yeah there was rumours as well that like Grant Gustin from the TV series, might be could make up a small movie. Yeah,
0: because they, they did the vice versa that Ezra Miller was in the Flash TV show.
1: Yeah, during a crisis thing or something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news, Sean. This is about the next Transformers film. So My gosh. we have confirmation of what the name of this movie is going to be, and I'm I'm excited because we had Age of Extinction, we had, I mean. What was the other one? Dark Side of the Moon. Pink Floyd, yes, correct. (laughs) And so this one, our next Transformers film that we're all very much looking forward to is going to be called Transformers Rise of the Beasts, Sean. By God. It's Rise of the Beasts. Um, Just when you thought they've done dragons, they've done dinosaurs. Yeah. Now we're going to get beast transformers. Be, yeah, that which was a TV show in the past, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. It was a TV show back in like the nineties, I think. With really ropey like
1: PlayStation CGI graphics.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's uh, the Maximals and the Predacons, oh, which are the animal oh, Transformers. Oh, this, <laughs> you had
1: Optimus Primal! Oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you sat back and rubbed your eyes like a man that... Not only are you suffering from hay fever, but... <laughs> oh, no, that's a terrible idea. That's... It's... Uh, like, this is an absolute... Let's sell
1: some toys. Let's sell some Happy Meal toys.
0: So, it's... They're called the Maximals. Yeah. And you have... Sorry, the Predacons and the Terrorcons. Those so, both sound evil. Yeah, Predacons doesn't give off a good vibe. No. I, I mean, the, I'm assuming like the Terrorcons. Are the bad guys?
1: Yeah, but like a Predacon, it, it just sounds. It sounds. It sounds evil. I don't know how else to explain it. The logo looks evil. Hang on, I've <laughs> looked up. I've looked up the logo, and it literally looks like a devil, comic.
0: It was called Beast Wars, we should say. So, Transformers are now going down this road as a way to rejuvenate the franchise, Sean. Because we've had Mark Wahlberg drinking Bud Light for some reason. We've had cars. Remember that time that car hit the guy in the face? Um, Yeah. The Earth was a Transformer. Then we also had a few movies where Shia was just being Shia. Um, But now we've moved on. To robot transformers, and they're going to be fighting for the Earth, I assume. Here's the thing: cause do can you tie this into humans?
1: Is it like how do you ex- is this set in the ongoing Transformers canon? Is what I'm asking.
0: Um, from everything I'm reading, it should be. I oh, know. Sorry, it's going to be set in 1994, so it's going to be continuing right. the timeline from Bumblebee. Okay. Which was set in the 80s. Now, Bumblebee was seen as a very good film. So, this is technically another prequel to all of the 2008 Transformers and beyond.
1: Do you think this, like even Beast Wars back in the day came about because someone thought the name Optimus Primal was cool?
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, someone wrote Optimus Prime on a board, and then they just scrubbed down the E and just put A and L, and then they went... Dollar signs. <laughs> We've <and> done it.
1: <laughs> We're Power Rangers now, boys. Uh, and I just have a list here of some of the uh, the Predacons. Uh, okay.
0: Do you, do you want to guess the animal?
1: It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. So <laughs> okay. Uh, Cheetor. Nah, it's starting too easy.
0: Uh, a Cheeto. Cor-
1: correct. Uh, <laughs> Air Razor. Aero. It's a peregrine falcon. Uh, For fuck's sake, <laughs> Megatron. Is that not just Megatron? No, it's a T-Rex.
0: For fuck's sake, <laughs>
1: damn. Okay. You like this? You like this? Waspinator.
0: Uh, who? Um, is he? Is he? I mean, I'm gonna go wasp. Just, just to mix it up. I was gonna make guess B, but then the joke could be dead, so I'm gonna go wasp he's a wasp uh,
1: oh yes
0: Starscream a star no wait no he's already a tra- he's already in them
1: yeah but he's also in Beast Wars
0: okay it, he's not a he's not a jet okay so he's gonna be Um, I'm gonna say eagle he's a, also a wasp oh for fuck's sake
1: what, what the what are the chances I, you know, <laughs> um the Tasmanian kid. I mean, a Tasmanian devil. Incorrect. A wolverine. What? <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna do one more. Uh, star scream again. This, there's no way. There's two star screams. Sorry, hell scream. It's a star scream run off. Oh.
0: Oh, Starscream, was, they they just like the word scream after yeah. a, after aroma. Okay, was it hell scream? Hell scream, yeah. Uh, wasp. No, he's a shark. <laughs> How? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Why did you call him Jaw scream? Something, just something like those lines.
1: Yeah, jaw 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 jaw. I don't fucking know. <laughs> just call him Jaws. Jaws, John. Hello, John. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, do you think this movie could work? Go on. There's one that's just called Randy. <laughs> <laughs> What's Randy's deal?
1: Randy's a, a boar. A wild boar.
0: Oh, I'd say he's fucking wild. He is. He's oh, an he's absolute fucking... ledge bag.
1: Oh, fucking fun on a night out, Randy, let me tell Randy.
0: you. Randy. They, like, they must have just ran out with names. What?
1: Night Scream.
0: Oh, for fuck? who like did did they just have the word scream and then they just like kept adding different words to the pick a different name Pokemon has like 700 they never repeat the same name
1: I've done a a a search in page for the word scream it shows up 12 times
0: (laughs) fuck off (laughs) (laughs) good and bad guys everyone everyone just makes
1: people scream Night Scream is a vampire bat you'll be delighted to know
0: I, I mean, that makes sense. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, he's an urban why, youth who never left Cybertron, apparently. Oh, I don't Sorry. like
0: urban youth. I don't <laughs> like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, yeah, they don't have a good history with that thing, do they?
0: An urban youth stuff. He's a fucking robot. <laughs>
1: he's a fucking... Like... But he's also an animal? I don't know. Uh, then you have Unicron, who traditionally is a planet... Uh, but in this one, he's a flame dragon.
0: How is he not a unicorn?
1: That's fucking brilliant, actually.
0: That is the easiest slam dunk of all time. How are you mixing that up?
1: That's a, yeah, that's a very good point, actually. Mm. Let's write... Okay, they need to do that. I know it makes them probably less intimidating, but...
0: Bo lives up to the name. Or just make him another wasp. I want three wasps and nobody else. Three just, wasps, nine screams. Just a swarm of wasps. They're beasts, <laughs> technically. What's it called again? Rise of the beasts? Rise of the beasts. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Okay, prime for a Beastie Boys soundtrack. You know who you know who's gonna write it though? Is um a man called Joe B. Harold, whose previous writing was King Arthur Legend of the Sword. So very it's all connected. Right, okay,
1: so yeah, because Transformers The Last night started off as a Knights a at the Round Table movie.
0: It did, exactly. So this is going to be our next um, Transformers film. shot. are you excited about this? Oh, I am. Um, holy fuck. Go on. I might be Connor. Go.
1: Joe B. Harold yes. is also writing on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney+. Plus.
0: You know what? You know That's what? a series we haven't seen yet. Could be terrible. Could do like, about King Arthur. <laughs> I like the character. It's all about King Arthur. He likes one like, thing. He just, he's really good at one niche environment. Like he he just keeps going around to George Lucas, like, could we not call him I don't know, Arthur? His name is Obi-Wan. Just call him Arthur. Everyone right, call Obi- him w- Arthur. Obi-Wan <laughs> King Arthur. Huh? <laughs> Can he pull a lightsaber from a stone? I'm just saying. Wouldn't it work? Oh, if,
1: if that happens, Connor, I will give you €100. Euro <laughs> okay, great. Someday.
0: Someday. Um, so we're going to have to move on to our next piece of news. And this is about Craven the Hunter. Oh. Now, we learned a few weeks ago that the Craven the Hunter film will be coming out with Aaron Taylor-Johnson confirmed to be playing the man himself. Yes. Um, but now we have... A, re- a reveal of who the villain could be Because Here's the thing Craven the Hunter Notoriously not a nice man In the oh, comic books Bit of um, a dickhead Bit of a dickhead Spider-Man is normally the nice boy And he's the bad guy um, But what they've done is As classic Sony They don't have Spider-Man So Fuck it Let's just do Some Craven the Hunter And he's going to be an anti-hero And it's going to be class Um Okay and so, he needs a villain, because Venom needed a villain, Craven needs a villain. And the villain that Craven has chosen is, for the film, Chameleon. Now, Sean, the Marvel villain Chameleon is someone that I probably don't really know a lot about, but that, yeah. will be, that is who his arch-nemesis is reported to be in this film.
1: Oh, this is, this is <laughs> not great. So, Chameleon is he's Craven's half-brother.
0: Oh, we've got a Wolverine situation going. I, yes! Like, it's
1: very similar to the Wolverine situation. Bring
0: in Lee Schreiber. Get him to so, play him. He's like,
1: so, Sergei's dad was like Russian nobility kind of thing. Sorry, I say Sergei. Craven. Uh, I'm on a first name basis. You're on a f- yeah. You know him well. His name is Sergei Cravenov. Uh Yeah. So, his dad was Russian nobility, had an affair. The child of that affair is Chameleon, um, who is... All, everyone just, like, kicks the shit out of him. They hate him. He's, like, he's just abused from the moment he's born. His dad hates him. Uh, and so, Chameleon, and this is how he started out, he learned to pretend to be someone else, and so that people would, like, like him a bit more. Because he could like... Everyone hated him when he was... His name is Dmitry Smerdyakov. Uh, and everyone hated him when he was him. But he, if he pretends to be someone else, people will like him. So he became a master disguise. He had That's no powers really sad. at the start.
0: That's really, really sad, by the way, as an origin story. Oh, it's
1: it's horrifying. Uh, yeah, it was okay. so bad. Craven used to kick the shit out of him. but, <laughs> but, but Craven, also, our hero. <laughs> but Craven oh, no. would also slightly tolerate him sometimes... And so in his head What Dmitry did Is like Oh Craven's my best friend Craven oh, I would do no. anything For Craven uh, Like it's a really Fucked scenario um, Also what's weird Is that Dmitry Smurgikov Has shown up In the MCU Has he? Yeah Do you know The bus driver In Far From Home
0: The bus driver In Far f- The when bit Nick, when, when um, Peter nearly Blows everybody up, up.
1: Uh, so it's the it's like the Russian dude Nick Fury uh, interrupts the vacation and yes. says this is Dimitri, he'll be looking after you from now on
0: Oh, that's him
1: That's him, that's that dude, that's confirmed that he is, that oh, is that his name movie,
0: But that movie's all about disguises and becoming other people because Nick Fury isn't even Nick Fury in that scene and that, is in true. that film So that's all about identity and and trying to not be who you are, and maybe that'd go along with the team. Maybe that's why they threw him in there. But that means he's already nice in the MCU.
1: Yeah, so it could be a cool little link if they get that same actor in.
0: He's also been part of the Sinister Six at one he point. He set up, as up his well. own
1: Sinister Six. I got this up <laughs> earlier, right? You got where's oh where's my fucking tab gone? Hang on, because his list of the Sinister Six is pathetic
0: chameleon five times and craven <laughs>
1: uh, I, sorry I tried to search for sinister six in the page uh, I accidentally searched for the word pathetic because I had just said that <laughs> uh, so uh, da, 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 his team of the sinister six Okay. is where's it gone Cause here's the thing there's been a bunch of incarnations of that team uh, The first there's even been a was,
0: sinister twelve
1: yes there has been uh, you'd think it'd be twice as good
0: Yeah so. it, it definitely There's 12 against one Spider-Man at that stage And still Peter Parker wins So really the it's, question has to come back to What kind of team are we forming here lads so The 12 of us can't take the kid down
1: te- Yeah 12 of us can't take down A 17 year old I can't find this <laughs> list that I had But what I will say 8-Ball is the first person he picks
0: Fuck off <laughs> <Eight ball. laughs> The man who's good at pool <laughs>
1: Who's very good at pool, Connor? I'll have you Sorry, know he's the, the best, best one at pool. at pool.
0: Do you think he works as a villain for a Craven the Hunter film, or are we going to get a weird amalgamation of um, Wolverine Origins and Jamie Fox as Electro in the Amazing Spider-Man Two? I think it is going to be slightly
1: like that because I think like you because in this all in this one movie you're going to have to set up that like Chameleon was hard done by. He did his best to survive, and then he went evil. And you're going to have to set Craven up as the one who did hard by him, like was bullying him. And then is it anti-hero because
0: he takes him down in the end? Unless they probably won't go down the road of him being mean to him. He'll be like, ah, come on, guys, let's kick him less. Let's kick him ten times instead. Maybe.
1: But like, then it's not Craven really, because Craven only cares about himself.
0: Yeah, but this Craven is an anti-hero. Maybe he's going to learn to love other people. Sean. he's going to be a hero, and then Spider-Man's going to turn up, and he's going to be real nice.
1: I don't think that's how it's going to work. I'll be <laughs> honest; it's, it's 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 a very weird shout. Um, also, but who you probably do you can't cast ca- though?
0: I mean, like, it- or not even who do you cast? But what villain do you choose if not his half brother? I think. That's the I, only no, way you can no. go.
1: And I totally get that. And that is like the logical and the easiest choice. But like surely you would just pick. I don't know. because <laughs> Rhino. No, like I would not pick like a villain. Like, Oh, okay. Because Craven's whole thing is he likes the hunt. And he doesn't respect poachers or like. The billionaires who pay to let, you know, pay someone to let them shoot a giraffe. Like, that's Craven's whole thing. So, if you want to make him an anti hero, surely you turn him into a fucking animal rights activist who goes a bit yeah. far, but you get, like, you understand his thinking. Like, that's the reason. The reason Craven stopped hunting animals is because it stopped being fair, because he got too good.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, he then resorts to hunting humans, but, but that's what, yeah, but see, that's why he picks Spider-Man and he can't get him. So that's where his interesting bit comes from. But if you're going to do him as a hero without Spider-Man, then you have an issue where you just have this supremely talented hunter with nothing to hunt.
1: <laughs> like the alternative is that you have him hunt Venom.
0: I don't think they'll throw Venom into this. Definitely not this Because they're building up Venom as an anti-hero as well Along with Morbius So I don't think they want to throw any of them In each other's films as a villain
1: That Yeah Unless you have them as like their villain now And then they become friends later on And then you have the tension In the Sinister <laughs> Six movie that they do
0: You know, like- I don't think they're going to do a Sinister Six movie With Venom I don't think Venom's going to be part of a Sinister Six Just due to the fact that they don't want to turn them.
1: Cause he's he's their biggest draw. Cause it's the only movie or, that's come out.
0: <laughs> or it could be a case of he'll be part of them, but he's like, oh, guys, I don't know about this. I don't think we should fight Peter Parker. And then Peter Parker shows up, and Venom and Spider Man will work together.
1: Here's what you have, right? You have yeah. Okay, so we'll put a pen in like uh, we'll put a pen in dealing with Craven for the minute. What I want first of all is that a Sinister Six to be formed. Venom is a member. Venom decides to leave. Okay. And the, the the other five aren't happy about this. Um meanwhile and so yeah, and here's how it is
0: devastated.
1: So so Craven Cra- okay, so sorry. Craven in his own movie hunts Venom. They don't get along. Then when Venom leaves the Sinister Six later on, the other five go to Craven and they say, Look, I mean- you don't like this guy, come on in.
0: I suppose, I just think the idea of a craven villain is so hard to cast. And I think it could just be Chameleon, but he's working as a guy who poaches animals. I'm, I'm sure it'd be like that simple. That it, it'd yeah. be like um, the villain in Ant-Man um, or like Mark Strong in um, Shazam. It'll just be a villain who's powerful. And he just yes. wants ultimate power. And now we've got Craven and he's going to stop him.
1: It's a villain who poses a threat to the protagonist of the movie. <laughs> yes.
0: For 10 minutes. Maybe yeah. 15. Um, so yeah, I I think that this casting is... I think they didn't really have anywhere else they could go. I mean, if it's his half-brother, it's his half-brother. It's a tried and tested formula to... Cast somebody who knows the vi- hero But he's not really a hero But he has to be a hero Because the other guy's even worse Yeah
1: you have to sell tickets It's the lesser of two
0: heroes So we have a small story shot Before we move on to the Suicide Squad trailer But I feel like I'm just going to give you The headline of this story And then I want you to just react naturally Just tell me how you truly feel About okay. this Because Jerry Seinfeld is back In a oh. big way No. Big way, Sean. He's done the B movie. He's already he's already absolutely smashed it out of park with the B movie. But he's back now to direct and star in his next animated film that will be about Pop Tarts. That's right, Sean. What? Jerry Seinfeld will direct and star in a movie about Pop Tarts.
1: (laughs) Fucking Do you remember at the start of the lockdown There was no movie news And we had to fill a show <laughs> This used to be what all of the stories were <laughs> That's ridiculous
0: Sometimes I see a story And I think that's not true And then I click on it and I think Oh wait it is true <laughs> Oh I better tell Sean <laughs> How much are Pop-Tarts paying him To make this movie I, No he had a stand up routine About Pop-Tarts And I think what he's done here is he's turned a stand-up bit that he has and he's going to make it into a 90-minute film about Pop-Tarts. Do
1: you know what people say about drawing out a joke? Yeah. Surely this is the example of that.
0: I think it could be just like the Sausage Party but like (laughs) multiplied or the Sausage Party mixed with the B-movie and they're going to hope for the best yeah but like is it family friendly
1: or like
0: i think he'll go family friendly just for the sole reason that the b movie did quite well i mean i don't even know if it was a success but i think people looking back on it now laugh at it and they're like oh yeah that's the b movie yeah but i also think
1: that like this won't have that doesn't equate to the success that they think it does like, just because something is popular on the internet does not mean people will go see it. Hmm. You know? I
0: mean, the, the, it's inspired by a joke Seinfeld told during his stand-up comedy sets about the significance of the snacks creation had on the world. <laughs> right. It's also going to be called Unfrosted. <laughs> what the
1: fuck, lads? So, okay, <laughs> hang on. So is this like a... a, a it revolutionised snack technology kind of a thing. And, like, they're
0: playing it straight. So, he, Seinfeld recalls his childhood years when his world was forever altered thanks to the breakfast item. He then poses the question, how did they know that there would be a need for a frosted, fruit-filled, heated rectangle in the same shape as the box it comes in and with the same nutrition as the box it comes in? So, that's the gag. It's about pop tarts, and he poses that very deep question, and so now we're going to get a massive two-hour film that Hollywood's going to back because Jerry's got unlimited funds, Sean. He can do whatever the fuck he
1: wants. Do you think there'll be uh, much in the same way that uh, there was a Joker backlash around mental health issues? Do you think there'll be a a story about uh, obesity in children and how this? I'm assuming that's.
0: That's going to be the driving force of the promotion. I can only assume that that's their going marketing be, strategy. They're going, they're going to knuckle down hard on that for the marketing, and they're going to hope that's going to bring people in, just so you could pick a side. How thrilled do you think Pop Tarts are about this? Because they're getting a lot of press
1: recently for Jerry Seinfeld making a movie about them, <laughs> but he's also saying that they're no nutritional value and absolutely bad for you.
0: Are the Pop Tarts characters? Is it just going to be a face on a Pop Tart? <laughs>
1: I, I hope it's, like, like a really grim story about some lad who loses everything, like, his his wife, his kids, his house, and he's just in, like, this outbuilding, just trying to fucking perfect the Pop-Tart. Uh, right. You know, which I would, look, and I will argue about Pop-Tarts, they don't need to be toasted, they're fine as they are.
0: I mean, Pop-Tarts are absolutely... What are the worst, but also, they're a grand snack. <laughs> if, if you're looking for something that's bad for you, but jizz, it'll take two minutes.
1: Just, or, in, if you want it instant, eat some fucking crackers and jam. You'd be grand. <laughs>
0: crackers and jam. <laughs> I think that's a proper, like, Irish mother take, like, man, there's nothing in the house. Eat some crackers and jam now, you'd be crackers all right.
1: And jam. Or what you do, you get a uh, cracker. Uh, or a digestive biscuit uh, Which you would think Fine on its own No 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 Yeah. You spread yeah, a bit of butter On top of that I,
0: I was going to say Number one rule with biscuits Is They probably say Don't put butter on them Because they're already Full of butter To make yeah. the biscuit
1: But No 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 They're easy to digest But you need to mm. You know Trick that process By adding some butter Then occasionally Sandwich a second biscuit On top Oh, so Bold call Some kind of Bakery based Butter sandwich
0: and when are they taking one of your feet? Is that going to be next week or the week after?
1: Well, I have to get a new one first and then they'll get rid of it. <laughs> yeah.
0: They said stop eating butter. I said no.
1: I said no through <laughs> mouthfuls of butter.
0: <laughs> so, Sean, that's a terrible idea, by the way. Jerry, don't do that. Uh, just no, stop. No, don't. Just leave it. Just retire. Like, you've got loads of money. Just leave it. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> just leave it. <laughs> um, so shall so we're finishing off this week with the second trailer that we were meant to talk about and much bigger than the Shang tree trailer fucking hell that was so bad i can't wait to talk about oh, this trailer from dc i like um it. yeah i actually did do, do um but we had our the suicide squad final trailer released this week and it's from james gunn as we all know, who wrote and directed this film. It's got a whole bunch of actors that we love. It's got Amanda Waller coming back, Margot Robbie's coming back, John Cena, Idris Elba in this, Sylvester Stallone says Bird. Um, <laughs> Sean, what did you think of this trailer?
1: This is a very good trailer. Uh, mm. It's it Again, I think it's better than the teaser trailer. I think it gives a more realistic view of what the tone of the movie is like. Which is... Uh, What is Idris Elba's character's name again? Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Uh, So it seems like he's probably one of the main storylines in that. Um, It's revealed in the trailer, basically, that Amanda Waller threatens his child uh, to get him to comply.
0: In comic books, uh, Bloodsport has shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet. And so... The idea is that Bloodsport is, like, a very powerful character. And so she wants him on the team to lead the team. And he's like, no, I'm not joining. And then she fucks around with his child to make sure. Because I think his daughter's in prison. And so she makes it that um, she gets extra years put onto her sentence. Mm. um, And so he's like, now you're fucking with my family. And she's like, well, just join the team. And in that one scene, like, you have Idris Elba... And Amanda Waller, or not Amanda Waller? Sorry, uh, Viola Davis. And I was just like sitting there, going, "These are two of the best actors in the whole world, (laughs) and they're both in this film movie." Yeah, and they're just in a scene together. Like anytime, anytime Viola Davis is in a scene, you're just like, "Oh well, she's amazing." But the rest of the cast is all so good as well. Um, And what actually stood out to me was I do have a minor gripe. Oh, and it's something very small very small that just is so dumb but to me pick one ass or shit joke
1: (laughs) yeah fair fair it it was worth a bit pain.
0: it's such a small point but i watched the trailer just being like they had the bit with harley quinn's like oh i had to go number two i'm like okay and then they had the much better joke where john cena is like um, he's Starfish, talking. That's code. Yeah, isn't that code? Is that code for something? Is there something in that? And it's delivered in a very funny way, where Viola Davis is like, "No, there isn't anything in that." And then he crosses something out with a notepad. Much better joke. I would choose the Cena one and just pick one, but they wanted to do both of them, and I just think it just kind of, I don't know. It to me, I'm like, I'm assuming this movie is going to be very very funny, and so there has to be a better joke than that, somewhere along the line. Yeah, a better joke to
1: show in the trailers. Um, like, also, like I can't stress, the team we see at the start, walking out in front of the flag, mm. we don't see them again for the rest of the trailer.
0: They're all dead. Every They're single all dead one of them. immediately. Yeah, like, uh, you, we, I don't know if we can fully comprehend how many people will die in this film, but... By the end of it, the, there's a scene at the end of this trailer that it has Idris, I think, Margot's in it, um, Ratcatcher's in it, and I think that's it. It might just be those... Oh, and, um, sorry, uh, Joel it, Rick Flag. Rick Flag
1: is I think, is I think it's
0: just the four of them, and they're, like, covered in dirt and blood, and they're in the middle of the city. Like, it could get to the point where there's 20 people at the start, and only four of them are left. Because they've all just been killed.
1: How do you feel about Weasel being a child murderer?
0: I think that's a funny joke. (laughs) It is a funny joke, isn't it? (laughs) I like the bit where um, he's like, is that a dog? It's a werewolf. And then Pete Davidson is like trying to get away. And he's like, it's a fucking werewolf. And then they're just like, it's not a werewolf. It's a weasel. And so he's like, he's just killed 27 people. No, he's harmless. Oh, but he's killed 27 kids. But other than that... (laughs)
1: Yeah, like, he, he's, I shouldn't say he's harmless, but, like, he won't hurt you. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think, I mean, like, it's a freak, but I think all of them are going to die. Uh, maybe Peacemaker survives, because James Gunn has gone straight from this to the Peacemaker series with John Cena. Um, yes. And that could either be a prequel. We don't know if it's a prequel or a sequel um, at this current time. So Peacemaker could die. Or he could keep surviving because I think they want to keep Cena involved because he's really good in this role even in the short pieces that we've seen.
1: Yeah, and he's a good, like, he is a draw for, like, he brings an audience with him, like, built in. So
0: if you can put him in yeah. any other films in the future. Um, oh, I I mean, I, I feel like it's going to be dark, this film. Like, it's rated R for a reason and I think yeah. they're going to go all out.
1: Yeah, oh Yeah, I think there is going to be some, like, grim and gritty scenes in this, but not the weird PG thirteen grim and gritty that fucking Batman vs Superman is.
0: Yeah, I think I think a lot of the scenes will be lighter, say than the first Suicide Squad. So Suicide Squad takes place at nighttime, night time and you can't yeah. see anything. I think it's gonna be in the daytime, which is a big call if you're gonna be doing that CGI <laughs> massive star oh, fair I can't play. Wait for star, oh. St star and the Conqueror is gonna be in this. But like they did it in the daytime, but I think it's just gonna be lot darker in tone that like I, there's a bit here with Polka Dot Man and he's like I'm a hero and the first thing I thought of was oh you're dead oh yeah <laughs> like he's gonna say that and then a star is gonna leap onto his face and then he's gonna be dead
1: I think that's it part of me thinks because Polka Dot Man wants to die Uh, he, we saw that in the first trailer yeah so I think he might be one to survive just because that would make him more miserable
0: or he then becomes a hero. and He's like, I'm a hero. I want to live, and that's when he dies.
1: <laughs> that's when he dies. Yeah, that's pretty good. Also, the the of DC that uh, when they say James Gunn's name, they mention the director of Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah, they mentioned it like they absolute like it wasn't just oh directing director of some of your favorite films. It was he directed for Marvel. This Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yeah, you you remember that movie that was really good and you all liked? We got him we got yeah. it boys I,
0: I like that um, the original Suicide Squad idea they must have been like looking at Guardians and they're like I want to get that vibe and we're just going to do a film that has that vibe of a, much, a bunch of misfits and we're going to try and we're gonna make a load of money and we've got Harley Quinn in it's going to be so good and it didn't work but now they've just gone directly to the source <laughs> it's not even yeah. like trying to pick somebody else we're like well we'll just get the guy who did that if we can't copy him
1: yeah, and and, and and that's a good way to do it. Like get the creative people if you want to make a similar project. Um, Did you see
0: King Shark getting fucked across the city into a building? Yeah, he's presumably
1: fine, right? They didn't just show his death in the trailer.
0: No, no, I, I think he's like killer croc or he can take a lot before he dies.
1: Yes, yeah. Um I like I like how like Rick Flag I think he says, Yeah, you you stay off the you stay off the mic.
0: He could, no, he says Ratatouille first because he's talking to the rat catcher. He's yeah. like, "Hey, Ratatouille, what do you see?" And then it's just King Shark, and he's just like, "Bird." <laughs> I was good like, "Hey, enough. you stay off the stay off the line." <laughs> <laughs> good, old,
1: uh, good, old, good old, Stallone. Doing they they the got Sly in.
0: They got they got sly in to win an Oscar to just say a bird, and I, I think it works. I think that I think that joke is the best joke in the whole trailer.
1: Yeah, I, I, I or it's the. Weasel killed 27 children. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think that this... This could be so good. But also... I'm like... I still don't really know what's going to gonna happen. Which is what I like... Like, going into this... We're both aware... That at least 95% of the people are going to die. Um, I Yeah, think I think I would say like, no ones, one is
1: safe.
0: I think the only safe ones would be... Margo Robbie? Probably... Mm. Um, Maybe
1: like if you had to pick one,
0: I mean it would be a bold strategy to kill Harley Quinn. Seeing as though like she's a massive money guaranteed money cow for them, um, I I think, think Indri- w- go
1: on. I was just gonna say Idris Elba I think he's gonna have like a hero's death.
0: Oh yeah, kind of I thing. I think I think he's he's just famous enough that he survives till the end, but then he dies.
1: <laughs> That's the luxury he gets. Is that oh yeah, he can yeah. die at the end.
0: I I'm Joel Kinnaman. How do you feel about dead or alive?
1: Alive, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I think he's because uh, he, he he is kind of a ground. He's one of those characters that grounds the place because he's a regular man, like quite a skilled and talented regular man, but he's a regular man.
0: And Rick Flagg is the leader in most iterations of the Suicide Squad. Yes, um, so like it, it so, helps to
1: have him around.
0: Okay, one more, Jay Courtney. Captain Boomerang live or die
1: oh I think he's dead I think he's yeah, I dead, think he's
0: <laughs> dead. <laughs> I think he's dead and, but I think he's going to be really funny because even in the last film he was quite funny and, so yeah, and that wasn't I, a funny film no and so I can understand if in this one he will be funny as well like Jay Courtney everyone's favourite actor um, yeah, and so from Avatar. from Avatar with Sam Arlington um, but yeah Jai is there I think Captain Boomerang could be dead I'm just so looking forward to this. The set pieces all look amazing in this trailer. Um, the Harley Quinn fight scene in the hallway looks great. It's so good, yeah. Um, and, and all the flowers popping up behind her as she fights. And it's just, visually, it looks so interesting and unique. And I think it could just be its own thing. Like, it doesn't have to be... The DC are always at this, that they're like... This is going to be a start of a new world, a new universe. Now we're going to start this. I think this could just be a batshit movie that's really good, that has such a unique look that you're just like, this is in a corner by itself. Yeah, because otherwise
1: they need to address, like, later on in the universe, all the big starfish that attacked everyone.
0: And you have to address Bloodsport shot Superman. Which Superman? Who are we talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, Superman exists in the Suicide Squad universe then. But, as you say, which Superman? Um, but it would have to be
0: Henry Cavill but then because Ben Affleck meets Viola Davis in Batman vs Superman
1: yes yes he does oh (laughs) that throws a wrench in things I will say Starro does look great as well we see a few bits of him
0: yeah that's what I mentioned like they did it in the daytime bold strategy
1: would have been real easy to put that at night in the rain because it's like a starfish as well you know.
0: Yeah. Did you see the like thousands of starfish falling out of it? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell! Like, how are you meant to beat that?
1: With with a ragtag group of misfits. A Connor. ragtag
0: group. A ragtag group of misfits and king shark.
1: And king shark, of course, bird. <laughs>
0: um, see, I'm. I feel like this trailer is great. I cannot wait to watch this movie. Um, and it comes out August sixth. I think. So that's soon It's uh, only like At this rate uh, Next month Technically Like a month and a week away
1: Yeah yeah So And again I think a, a cinema
0: only On this one Cinema only on that one as well Yeah And so Actually no The same day it would be made available On HBO Max oh, For one shit, month Oh shit yeah I forgot they did that And didn't tell anyone Deadly Yeah the, um, So Sean I think that's it For this week's Movie Mondays What a week What a packed week of news Will I take us well, out Connor? First of all, I should say, and plug, that we did um, a Star Wars Episode 2 review on our Patreon this weekend. I blocked um, it out, yeah. <laughs> it was for Attack of the Clones, and if you're interested in listening to any movie reviews of that, we've also done a Phantom Menace review over there, so it, that's over on the Patreon, and that's for all of our $5 or more patrons. Now, Sean, who are some of the lovely patrons already over there that have had access to this show?
1: My God, Connor. Uh, So thank you goes out to Waffles. We understand you are extremely sorry. Waffles, we understand you are extremely sorry and we forgive you. And just between us, Aotearoa, New Zealand is the superior country. (laughs) I can't believe you've made me say this. Uh, (laughs) Thank you also to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball. Joe, rate my Click rate, click Luke, refresh, repeat, never give up. Hickok didn't, Bernie. Raymond Ging, Roisin Shrodoshin Halley, Ryan Right Time Evanson, Sean Bone Jamieson, Dominic Josiah Florida Galgreen, Anna Maureen has the fry on Helmroos. Little Dicky it's my boy Bear's birthday on June 28th. He'll be oh. two. Huge fan of the show, especially Hero Zero Fridays. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Richard. Hey, Thank ha- you, Lily. Happy Dickie.
0: birthday. Happy Happy birthday to to your son, little dicky.
1: Thank you also to Danny McLaughlin and also to Ray. Now, Ray actually sent in a message to us on the Patreon. Um, So, sad story, a friend of his, um, who is also a listener, actually, um, his wife was, unfortunately, there was an accident, a car accident, there is a GoFundMe set up to help with some of the funds, some of the costs that kind of come up around that. Mm. So that will be linked below um, for anyone who you know wants to give what they can to that help out in a, a, a fairly terrible situation. To for yeah, anyone we'll, to
0: we'll link in. we'll link the GoFundMe and the article as well.
1: Yeah, that'll all be in the description below. So um, head on over and look. There's 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 nothing we can say. We're sorry for your loss. Mm,
0: absolutely. Um,
1: but but that's about it from us this week. Um, we will be back Wednesday. Weird News Wednesday, Friday, Hero Zero. Next Monday, then another episode of Movie Mondays. I uh, think yeah. that's about it, Connor.
0: I think so. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Mead. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.